And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian whose new roommate loves dogs, which is great because it's real hard to eat dinner with a dog on the table if you're not a big fan. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a writer-producer who would totally donate his old clothes to charity just as long as they could show that they'll treat those threads with the respect they deserve. Otherwise, they're going in the trash. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to make battered shrimp with just egg, flour, milk in the back of his hand. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little pink and white sprinkle animal cookies. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate was sent in by Noah Bell Cruz on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. All sorts of exciting stuff. Bonus stuff. Exciting (laughs) stuff. Oh, bonus episodes. My brain. It took my brain a second to catch up to my brain. You found stuff. Uh, bonus episodes we did a live stream where we live streamed an episode of this very show and it was extremely popular even that's what i mean i mean we live streamed the video (laughs) i still have not uh acclimated to this new house i'm like i forgot you know i put out a call for carbs Mm. like usually a few hours before the show you've shown the light up into the clouds once again i don't know what that means but wh- oh yes like the bat signal <laughs> do yes. we need to get you a carb signal i think maybe that'd think, be fun or just even a reminder on my phone i don't know sure. i just feel like i'm forgetting everything lately but anyway this is officially the second thursday show recorded in the new house it's actually the fourth podcast recorded in the new house because i recorded with ben hoffman slash wheeler walker jr that one aired on monday go check that out and then also with mark norman um and that one's coming up so yeah done done a lot of recording but we've only been in this house for about a week we're going to need a new name for the studio mm-hmm. once we get in the actual studio I would like to say hello to my guests. I re- I'm just rambling. It's like I've take your time. I'm confused by this <laughs> table. It's it's different than before. Hi, Renee. Well, hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having Thanks me. Thanks for being here. Thrilled to be here. You gave me the name of a potential new dog walker. I did. Oh, Actually, yeah. I say potential, but she will be a new dog walker she's, for us. She made the cut. Yeah. I told her how high the stakes were, so I'm glad that she <laughs> stepped up. She was delightful. Here's okay. the effect she had on our son. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she came over, and Wendy's barking her head off. And uh, Wait, you didn't see the first part. So Elliot was eating dinner in his high chair. He's in his high chair. And yeah. she came in, and I was like introducing her to Wendy, and I noticed that Elliot had, was facing away from he couldn't get all out of us. Of he, and he was like, look, I thought that maybe he saw himself in the window, like a reflection. And I didn't, I was just like, oh, that's weird. Like something is get, grabbing his attention in the corner. <laughs> and I feel bad because then maybe, I don't know, a minute later, he just started crying. Oh. And I'm like, oh, honey. You know, and I pick him up and he's got his eyes slammed shut. And he like <laughs> squeezing his eyes. He's, he's, like koala bears around me his legs wrapped around me his arms wrapped around me and he's got his eyes squeezed 
<laughs> shy. I've never seen him do that. But he's he's entered he's a shy to phase. Get shy oh, a bud. little bit. And okay. this is the most extreme. But this was like, I've if seen. I close my eyes, it'll all go away. I'm trying to tunnel <laughs> into my mom. It was so <laughs> but, sad. But then. <laughs> The funniest thing is this funny to anybody but us? So he gets on the floor on his stomach with his eyes just squeezed as hard as I get, and he starts doing these weird like yoga poses with one leg <laughs> yeah, up in the air, he's like- and then scooching back with the one leg. Okay, one leg <laughs> up in the air on his yeah. tummy, scooting backwards. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, and then some- he just like laid flat on the floor. <laughs> Cute. So I guess he's not quite ready for love connection. No. He's not ready to be a contestant. He but, can't handle just a voice. But then he started cracking up. Like he yeah, knew he, he, he was, was being entertaining because we were laughing at him. <laughs> with I, him. It started with genuine fear and then he started to amuse himself. It was very strange though. But but also um, acrobatic. Acro- I'm impressed. Yeah. Acrobatic. What's mm-hmm. the word? Acrobatic. Is it was for like sure he was word, doing yeah. a floor routine. <laughs> Hello, Greg. Hi, Allison. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much for being available. So we had a, a last minute dropout, and Greg is here to save the day. Fantastic. Mm, is he? Yeah, I guess he is. It's <laughs> Everyone so- loved you on the show, of course. So it's nice to have you back. Thank you, Allison. I have some further thoughts about this. We'll circle back. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Daniel. Hi. How's it going? Great. Yeah. It's uh, we're getting acclimated. Mm-hmm. Do you feel also like you're forgetting a million things and like you have a million balls in the air? Uh, I have been feeling that way for months, uh, I, but <laughs> but actually, I I think I'm feeling better Look the last couple days. <laughs> no, but I mean, I genuinely like a week ago was starting to worry that maybe I'm getting Alzheimer's or something like that because my ability to recall words and getting lost in thoughts and things like that was starting to increase. Just forgetting things, yeah, not being able to I felt. keep like, track of things. And I it's probably keep... just a lack of sleep. I, I found mean, moving into this ha- new house, not only do I not know where my things are, but I can't keep track of my thoughts. Like I would start a sentence and then be like, where am I going? So since moving into the house, things have improved for me. So so I'm hmm. having, it's having the opposite effect. Look at that. Yeah. It's just that rubbed off in. on me. I think I'm Because I'm a regular better. moron now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm sleeping a lot better. I think that's really just what it is. I'm not getting Alzheimer's. <laughs> sleeping better because you're not stressed because we have an impending move? No. No. I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever slept great in that old apartment for some reason. I don't know. We were only there for six years. <laughs> <laughs> we only got engaged, got married, had a child. I just, I wake dogs. up, I wake up more, um, refreshed isn't the word but you know like less miserable yeah rested rested yeah Thank I think you. you're supposed to wake up refreshed. I think that is refreshed. Is that the word? That is the word. I think of refreshed it. as having to do with water for yeah, some yeah, reason, yeah. but maybe makes yes. you think about soap commercials or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I do think if you sleep well, you wake up refreshed. Yes, yeah. refreshed. Uh, is it possibly refreshed and stinky? <laughs> That's what I am. I'm. I am stinky refreshed in the morning. <laughs> Greg, do you wake up refreshed? I know you have sleep hygiene issues. No, I never wake up refreshed. What ever. Do you, what never. do you feel when you wake up? I open my eyes in the morning and I immediately think about how the surf is. Immediately. Um, and that motivates me to get up in the morning. But I feel tired mm-hmm. and disoriented for half an hour. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Is it? Uh, yeah, I think that's <laughs> really good. That's, that's really good. Do you sleep well during the night? No. Yeah. No, I, I sleep horribly every night, and I have as long as I've been alive. Don't you do something weird with the t-shirt? 
Um, I put things over my face. Oh, right. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm remembering. Yeah, I put things over my face. Sometimes I, I like weight on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> ah, there it is. All right. <laughs> Jeff, take that. You should Jeff. get pregnant. <laughs> I uh, I put stuff on my face when I'm sleeping, and uh, I sleep in weird positions, and I have horrible sleep hygiene. Terrible. And sleep hygiene is defined as? I don't really know. I always says it all the time, but it's like I sleep, like I wrap three blankets around myself, and I put my legs up on a pillow, and I have a pillow and a towel on my face, <laughs> and I sleep from like 11 to 2, and then from like 4 to 6. Do you snack between two and four? Because if so, call me up. <laughs> no, I do not snack between okay. two and four. I lay there and I, mean, I think about I. weird, like, I make lists in my head and shit. I have, I'm a horrible, terrible person in terms of sleeping. I just want to say, mm. just because I started to say it a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Last night, I got up in the middle of the night and I ate salad. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel why. like I've turned and a we corner. Had, and we had donuts and... Uh, pasta in the house i know but i i asked you to please tape it up i the- wasn't gonna mention that part <laughs> i am going tape to- it up yeah because i took packing tape i taped it up. <laughs> i didn't want to be tempted in the middle of the night if i go a snack in <laughs> so i just reached for the easiest thing and it happened to be a salad i'm I feel, nipples i felt, felt pretty good about myself <laughs> you, know those, you know those things that like other people do that you're mystified by yeah the thing that i'm Eh, one of the things I'm most mystified by is people who just lay down and are like, good night and go to bed. Yes. I, I think that's one of the strangest things in the world. How long does yeah. it take you to fall asleep? An hour. Yeah. An hour wow. and a half. Jeff, hello and welcome to the show. Thank, thank you, Allison. And uh, I know we're in a new setup, so if you could just do me a favor and just count to four in your microphone. One, two, shout, shout. <laughs> <laughs> you got halfway there. <laughs> Um, that works. How long does it take you to wake up, Jeff? Uh, I I don't dawdle in bed, so I will actually get out of bed pretty quickly, but I'm pretty groggy for 15 to 20 minutes easily, usually yeah. half an hour. And then sometimes, sometimes I can get through my get-out-the-door routine, but mm-hmm. then it'll be 9.30 or 10, and I realize I am sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really makes me feel awake... Um, is taking a shower and washing my hair. Yeah. <laughs> it, did you think I was going to say like looking at dolphins or no, something? No, I thought you were going to say taking a shit. <laughs> right, right when you went to the sh- I was like, wow, Allison is going for it. Wakes her no. up. Hello, world. <laughs> wakes her up. Right. Are there people for whom that wakes them up? I feel certain. I right? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's not an does, energizing experience. I wouldn't nothing, think. No, that does nothing you know? to make me. Don't even talk to me until I've had my shit. <laughs> Uh, Renee, where are you on the spectrum? I am the same grogginess, but I uh, I refuse to believe it. I think, Greg, this might be your fault. I recently was like, I should start yoga in the morning. I'm oh, going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to stumble out of bed right into yoga. I've never tipped over more in my life. <laughs> just like I was trying to do a DUI test, blind drunk. Just left <laughs> and right. It was a nightmare. Uh, so yeah, real groggy. And it takes me about, I would say, yeah, an hour. It, like, you- I'm here. See, and by the way, with my being discombobulated in the new house, I'm also like stepping on people's lines a little bit. Like my timing is well, off. I'm interrupting everyone. But you're at the stage, it might be pre- that you're pregnant because I remember yes. about this stage, you became completely dumb. <laughs> Was I also interrupting people? Last no, but I mean, pregnancy? you just would forget things and it's just like, you know, I think it's, 
uh, isn't it the thing? So you, yeah, you get pregnancy, pregnancy stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, I totally lost. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I am not the kind of person who wakes up in a good mood. I usually wake up in a bad mood and then like by the evening I'm in a good mood in the old place. But I find here I'm actually, I've actually been waking up in a pretty good mood. Mm-hmm. Maybe Burbank is what you and I needed, Daniel. You're waking up not miserable. I'm waking up in a good mood. What's going on? The house has a good feeling. It's the ghosts from last week. <laughs> That's oh, right. I wish. <laughs> There's no ghosts here, unfortunately. Or if they are, they're not making themselves known to me. Ghosts, make yourself known to us now. No, I don't want Ghosts, to do this. Well, just me. Known. Just me. You don't have to bother Allison. But how do you know that they're ghosts who play by the rules? I don't know. Burbank, pretty rule-biting <laughs> society. Exactly. It's own city. Yeah. It's fair. It's terrifying. Did, Did you guys hear that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's Allison in the morning. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to hear a crit. Let's be clear. I, well, where do you think ghosts no, no, come no, from? Jesus, I'm, I'm not talking about zombies. I would be terrified of a zombie. <laughs> but a, a ghost... It's just interesting that you think that you can dial it in that much. I feel like you tempt the occult and the supernatural. You get what you get. A zombie... Well, because a zombie could be like a science zombie. You know what I mean? It could be reanimated like a, by science. Like a, an undead Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, so that's that could be... I it's am a science zombie. I've come to quantify <laughs> your fantasies. Right. But if the zombie is animated by a spirit, that's sort of like a good news, bad news situation. It's like, oh, bad news. I mean, it's a zombie. That's bad. But good news, life after death. That's good. This is what you, you're, you're seeking. You're seeking proof of life after death. And I yes. feel like you're going about it the wrong way. You're going about it by inviting... I'm scared of the void. <laughs> I'm scared of ghosts monkeying around in our life. You, you almost never hear ghost hunters be like, we are here in this haunted mansion to prove that there's life after death. Like, <laughs> that's not what they're going for. Yeah, that's not scary. That's well, like, we want to be reaffirmed by the undead. The story, oh, thank God, we'll be undead one day. When you hear about people who have ghosts, it's like, oh, they moved all the spoons into the closet. Or like, we found the magazine. It's like, I already have the spoons moved around in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, there's nothing scary about that. I like I do like Daniel's thing and that like they're planning a surprise party. <laughs> they're writing thank you notes. Like they're just happy ghosts doing yeah. these things. Why wouldn't you? Like honestly, <laughs> like why wouldn't the ghost be cool? Because I think the look, my understanding of ghosts is mm. that I think that they're ghosting around because mm. they have unfinished business. And it's not gonna be happy business. But what if they didn't party enough in the real life? <laughs> yeah. Their unfinished business <laughs> isn't to bother Allison Rosen though. <laughs> It's like, you can't come into heaven until you make that chick's life fucking living hell. <laughs> I like that you framed that, that I'm narcissistic, that I would think that ghosts want to fuck with me. Well, maybe I am. Yeah, they're not, though. That's my point, is that they wouldn't. It's ridiculous to think a ghost would want to fuck with me. Who that- here actually believes in ghosts? And this is always the beginning of a horror movie, by the way. I, I don't, but I've had people tell me things that are not the type of people that make shit up that happened to them where you're just like, I don't know. you know, you're just not someone who would make up a story. Why? And you're, and then there's like another person who saw it and you're like, I don't know. I still don't believe it, but that's, I don't know what to do with that. The house is full of pot. 
It's kind of like it's kind. Of, I feel the same way about it as I feel about astrology, which is like some of it seems <laughs> some of it seems sort of like uh, it might be real, but it I can't accept it because it flies in the face of anything that makes any sense to me. That's how I feel. But uh, I'm open to but, it. But you've yeah. done so many natal charts. I am ghost curious. <laughs> um, let's talk about something more of this world. Nice okay. segue. Yeah. All right. Oh, but I know, but it's just going into a story. It's not even oh. going into oh, an okay. ad. Okay. It should. It really should. But Speaking it's not. of ads. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say that I did my show at the Big Adventure Festival yes, you did. in Costa Mesa. That was on Saturday. My guests were Travis McElroy, Jordan Morris, and Michael Rosas. Jeff went with me. He was producer, mm-hmm. non perial Am I saying that right? I don't even know what that is. Candy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, does it mean I'm. Wearing, not wearing candies on my head <laughs> means you're a little chocolate disc with white tiny balls oh. all over you. Um, I think it means there is none to compare to. Oh, thank you. With no peers. Um, Although I have to say, one of your fans after the show said, "Oh, I didn't think you'd need to be here." To me, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Thank you." Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. It 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 was really fun. It went really well. It was at two thirty, which is a little early for a podcast. At a giant festival, um, but it this is a thing I've noticed, which is every time I do something that happens to have like some extravagant aspect of it, it sets the bar too high for me. And allow me to explain: I did a corporate gig, which I talked about, and I flew semi-private, which is Jet Suite X is this. Greg, if you ever have to go to Vegas or Northern California, fly Jet Suite X. It's connected to JetBlue. Did you hear me talk about this before? Okay. No. It's somehow connected to JetBlue. It, they call it semi-private. So like anyone can buy a ticket, there's, but there's 30 seats on the plane. You fly out of a hangar near the airport. There's no security. No security. You show up 15 minutes before. Everyone, there's no security? Right. Which really? you, yeah. I mean, it, it was slightly scary. It's but, just a guy named Carl in a Cessna. But <laughs> still, it's pretty. It's real fast. Yeah. It's so nice and deluxe though that i'm like this has ruined me for commercial flights ever again even though of course i will be taking them uh and i'll be sitting in coach because i like to keep it real (laughs) but anyway this festival was the production val i don't know production value just the production it was just it was so deluxe from beginning to end like they sent a car I, i ended up driving down with jeff but they were going to send a car for me they had full hair and makeup i had my, a trailer wow. backstage. Wow. we show up Jesus. there's like a golf cart that drive escorts us to our parking spot and then the golf cart drives us from the parking spot to my stage there's a trailer it had free sandwiches in it. Yeah, a was, lot of there was sandwiches. Non-gross food in the trailer. Non-gross food. <laughs> there were sandwiches drinks. that I said, "Oh yeah, I should eat one." Okay. Of those. Yeah, hey, they, they were have... not bad. No, it was good. There were drinks <clears throat> and candy there were, there were and drinks. snacks. There were drinks. <laughs> I think, I think that rock stars are used to this treatment. Yeah. Podcasters are not. No. no. So I don't think I'll ever be treated like this ever again. Yeah, I had a feeling when they were driving us in the golf cart from the car to the backstage <laughs> area that, first of all, there's a backstage area. And second of all, I thought at some point halfway through, whoever was driving us was going to get a call on their walkie-talkie that was going to say, oh, don't let them in the cart. And they were going to go, this is a, I'm, Sorry, there was a miscommunication. This is not for you. Yeah. This is not for you. I'm, I can't take you the rest of the way. Right. You have to get out and walk. Yeah. 
Because there were big musicals. Or we're going to take you back to where we picked you up from. <laughs> right. And you're you have to start over. Yeah. Let's do this right. There were big musical acts performing in the evening. And I guess that, like, that I'm, was sure for if, them. I'm sure if you perform it, does Lollapalooza exist anymore? I imagine no. this is what goes on at Lollapalooza. Coachella. But this is not. Nice, whatever. Nice reference, Allison. Yeah. Thanks. Is there still a Woodstock? Or, <laughs> I bet when the band showed up, they got they got a golf carted over to their trailer. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sure that I will do another festival someday, and it'll be the usual podcaster style festival, and mm-hmm. and uh, and it'll be a a sad coming down to earth because yep. this was pretty fancy, and I and and every time every time I experience something very fancy i'm like oh this feels right (laughs) this feels good can you unsolicitedly send them a rider with golf cart on it to the next (laughs) festival i mean i don't even have a rider i know i want you to send one i know actually i did have to i for for um bumber shoot i had to send a rider what was on it (laughs) yeah like four sharpies which they provided um, Poorly labeled pot brownies. I think that was on there. <laughs> yeah. I can't Black remember. Black cherry, sugar free. Yeah. yeah. I no, I mean, I think it was. Spray? <laughs> oh, I should put a little bit of spray on there. You, you, know you know how you can put a signature on an email? Yeah. And you can have it kind of be whatever. You should have on your emails a signature with a photo of you in a golf cart so that <laughs> it just puts it in their head that this is the expectation. Right. But it'll be like, oh, she plays golf. <laughs> I don't know if they'll get it. Well, no, you'll have someone with a headphone or like a walkie talkie okay. in the front seat, you yeah. know, and you know, so it's clear. You're weirdly just doing corporate gigs at all golf. Right. Mm. I had to figure out like what degree of thank you of of super plight thank you so muchness to be giving them because I wanted them to like feel like I'm she's really nice and easy to work with but I didn't want them to see that I'm like wow (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) you know so I like I didn't I haven't sent a follow up email like thank you so much for including me I'm like that's too much right it is. I think it depends thanking on them? the tone. Just, well, I thanked them a lot. E- I thanked them a lot that day. Send them an email that's just like, thank you for a normal experience at an average <laughs> yeah. festival. Yeah, this, this yeah. is the expected thing that you should always be doing. It was standard yeah. and normal. Right. You met the bare Allison. minimum. Maybe yeah. next year you could, you could step it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was str- trying to strike that same tone of right. very appreciative. Not, I didn't want to give the sense that I... Took don't it for be- granted, don't belong there. and that I didn't belong there, <laughs> yeah. and that you know I was I felt like a fraud at instantly, but also trying to be appreciative of wow, this is really great. You right. did a really great job because right. everybody there was amazing. They the crew were was so incredible. amazing. They- there were like six hundred thousand emails that went back and forth, nailing down every detail ahead of time. They were great. Yeah, yeah and they had a ton of equipment, and yeah, we had like a ten minute stage turnaround and i was i just thought oh good luck that's not gonna happen and it happened yeah they were totally ready for me like oh the the tech setup and the av guys and the engineers it was was crazy and michael rosas did a karate kick at the end of his song and his pants they didn't just rip they exploded (laughs) like it was like a run in stockings but it was in his pants and it went from his crotch down to his knee i've posted photos (laughs) Um, he had to tape them with like black gaffers tape. That was pretty incredible. It was it's pretty rock and roll. It really was. But it makes me go, how tight were your pants? Tight enough. <laughs> <laughs> how tight was that kick? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the answer. Greg, you also grew up in Orange County. Did you I, spend any time at the fairgrounds? A tiny bit because my stepfather is from Omaha. 
And he used to want to go there every summer to eat funnel cakes. Ooh. It's a tiny bit. Very little. Very okay. little. I had... Um, I did some horseback riding there when I was a kid. I took horseback riding lessons. And then also the fairgrounds is where they used to have this thing called the Christmas Company. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, you and I went and it's not the same. So they relocated it and... It sucks now. To a, like a hotel. Yeah. Uh, Greg, have you heard of the Junior League? Does that ring a bell? Did it does any, not. Were there any girls who like did debutante things in your high school? No, I feel I like have, Orange County. <laughs> I feel like especially not. where you grew up, there's debutante is a big deal. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. No, um, uh, well, I know. Maybe but, in Newport. I, I don't yeah, remember this anything was, like that. Right. I had nothing to do with it. But I don't know. I'm unclear what the Junior League is. There's some like professional charitable organization that hosts Deb Balls and also does other. I don't. I'm very unclear and I also don't want to know It's a about social it. club. Yeah, but yes, but. They have some like righteous reason for existing or something. Anyway, I find the whole thing very Orange County. But they put on the Christmas Company at the. They used to put it on at the fairgrounds. It was in October. It was like my favorite thing. It was in this giant hall, probably the hall, maybe the hall that I performed in. Actually, because we're like, what normally goes on here? Um, and there were all these little kiosks that were all selling their Christmassy wares, and um, and it was just. Like it was like Christmas exploded in there. It was the best time. And was it, was it mostly rosins in there? Would you say? <laughs> yeah, <it was> all, <laughs> no, all, no, just, it wasn't. No, no, I'd say it probably wasn't. <laughs> probably yeah. a very small percentage. See, you right. got me all hyped on it, and then I we know. went a few years ago. And, just, and what was in my imagination was not what it was. No, because I was imagining just, just a, you know, Christmas barfed all over everything, and it was really more vendors. I feel like what it was is like. You're a <clears throat> you're a wealthy housewife in Orange County and you're planning on throwing a big Christmas event. Okay. And you go here <laughs> to hire the vendors who are going in the food and the caterers oh, and the, yeah. the decorations. Like they would have a hey uh, these people, you can rent the furniture for all the little couches and things. And like, here's a DJ over here, and he's spinning Christmassy tunes. And you know, you can get it was all very these different. You can get all these different kind of like cheese dips and th- it, it the really cheese wasn't, dips they had back in my day. What I wanted was like traditional just, Christmas. Cheese I wanted dips. lights <laughs> and fake snow, yeah. and like I wanted all kinds of different Santa Clauses and elves, and you know, that's what I wanted. I was picturing more of a craft fair. Like, does your yeah. spoon need a right. stocking? We got right. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. If, if you are going to throw a Christmas party, though, yes. you want to be sure that you brush your teeth well. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'll take that. And you want to know how you could help yourself to brush your teeth well? Tell me. Quip toothbrush. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Quip is designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. So what it is is a super good-looking, well-designed toothbrush uh, that is not going to break the bank. And it has this cool... Let me see if I can find what I'm looking for here. It's got like a cool... 
little holder that mm-hmm. that sticks to your mirror. It it's does not, not huge. Yeah. It's like it, you can put it on Perfect your... Perfect little footprint. Mm-hmm. Sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums. That's the thing about Quip that I was amazed by is that it doesn't feel like it's like... Uh, it doesn't feel abrasive, mm-hmm. and yet it cleans your teeth so well. It's mm-hmm. like really good if you have sensitive teeth. Um, and it's got a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds. Uh, multi-use cover mounts to your mirror and unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing, which is great if you're trying to declutter. Um, and uh, brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. And as I said, it looks really good. I love Quip. Because it is super affordable, good looking, and gentle on your teeth. That's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Rosen right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Rosen. Hey, okay. it's me, Greg. <laughs> I just went into the Rosen refrigerator to re- to retrieve another beer, and <clears throat> the thing about Daniel taping the, the <laughs> container <laughs> shut <clears throat> is real. <laughs> the cardboard or the styrofoam container in there, what's inside of that? Uh, penne a la vodka. It does have packing tape wrapped around it. <laughs> that, I thought you were joking for sure, but it's real. That's it's real. real. You had Daniel packing tape the <laughs> pasta. Well... In our defense, we don't know where our scotch tape is. That would be the go-to. But I no, feel no, packing... duct tape. Duct tape would have been the go-to. Well, whatever. We don't our normal tape that's used for this purpose. We can't find. But the <laughs> packing tape, I thought was a handy thing. And then also, we accidentally inherited a box of donuts because it's a long story. I think it's actually not that long. Okay. Ray was planning on meeting the guys and working here and then for they they decided not to work that day to work the next day and he had already dropped off donuts so he's like you have donuts now i don't understand what you guys are talking about because you're acting like it's normal to tape food <laughs> closed inside of the refrigerator just be like, come on everyone tapes their food here's no we, we no we know that we're unique okay. and special <laughs> wait now how many rounds around the box are we taping here enough two <laughs> Two full, full no. rotations. Do you have to use scissors to get into it? Yes. Oh boy! Guys. And it's not just any packing tape; it's the really super wide packing tape. So it's like twice as much. Oh boy! Yeah. Okay. And, and this is because this is because it, because when you're groggy, you won't deal with it. When I'm groggy, I do not have self control. She turns into a raccoon in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to suspend it all uh, in a bag from the tree. Like, whereas in the daytime, I'm like, I don't want to eat donuts. In the middle of the night, I do want to eat donuts. See. Okay. Hence. You understand. Yeah. <laughs> hence, they have to be. Has this been discussed, the taping on the, of the, on the show before? Not, not to a large degree, because I don't think. Because it's super fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's super crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. <laughs> have you? Because I think if I were groggy, I would be aggressive and groggy. Has have there ever? Have you ever noticed her trying to break in in the morning, like a, a bunch am, of fork? I'm always punctures. if I run into nibbles in the middle of the night, I'm always a little bit cautious. I'm not going to like, you know, make any sudden movements or anything. You know, it's like slow, like hey. Yeah, what's the, the nibble shame? protocol like how's there's that coyote what is it called when you get rid of a coyote, coyote oh, oh no, nibbles no. hazing hazing, <laughs> nibbles hazing. Nibbles yeah. hazing. No, no way 
nibbles? Yeah. You have to act you have bigger to, than yes. nibbles? Yes. <laughs> you have to stand on a chair and lift your hands Flash over your head. Flash a light if yeah, you can. <laughs> See, I have said to Daniel, uh-huh. if, if you encounter this in the middle of the night, could you just say something to me like... <laughs> Oh, I gotta remember. Could you just say something like, "Hey, I don't think you want to be doing this," which I would never do. Daniel I won't do it. No, because he's that. afraid of. No, why would I do that? What do you think is going to happen? You can do what you like. Whoa, what? What do you think is going to happen, though? I'm not going to go feral. If I was like, maybe you shouldn't do that. Well, I don't like that tone, but exactly. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I are you Daniel sure? Are you sure about right. that? Yeah, you what don't. Am I gonna do? Turn to your wife and say, "Are you sure you want to eat that?" Like, <laughs> right. I, you just don't. Right. You don't. You, you shouldn't even really think that. But I can't yeah. imagine saying that to no. my betrothed. <laughs> Do you remember? So there was a period. Oh. Of, <laughs> I, <laughs> so Daniel doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to have to say anything like, "Are you sure you want to be doing that?" To like snap me out of my because my semi like I'm, I'm not fully awake. You so, have said to me, "I, I like." Ha- there have been moments when I haven't gone to sleep yet. I'm oh, up yeah. late. This you have been asleep painful. for a couple hours, and then you're in the kitchen, and I'm running to you, and I'll be like, "Hey, did you?" Because I've been on Twitter or something. I'll be like, He's "Did good. you know about that?" Talk to me about politics. And then you'll politics. just go. You'll just go. I'm still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't feel my feelings are hurt. I'm like, oh right. Oh no, you're no, sound asleep I, right I now. I can see that now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like that Nibble is is so self aware. Well, but I'm still asleep is like, I can't talk about politics right now. I'm just trying to <laughs> find some chips. <laughs> but I am asleep, but it's like painful to hear all these words. <laughs> but anyway. Politics of chips. Do you remember when I asked you to give me a math problem to deduce whether I'm awake or not? And it didn't work. But why? It was like to let you have I'm, something that was in the fridge. Oh, yeah. I think I. <laughs> so you had to like, there was something that. <laughs> There was something that... What was the situation? I, need, I think I needed I needed you to get it for me. And, then I, and so you had to give me a math problem. So I had to know that you were consciously asking for it and not sleepwalking. <laughs> so I was supposed to give you a math problem. Yeah. And if you couldn't solve it, I'm not to do it. Yeah, but it's like a reverse safe it, word. Yeah. That's how you, But you I, solved it every time, and I'm not convinced you can't do math problems in the no, middle of the night. No, apparently I can. Yeah. One, two, shout, shout. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys um, are saying this like it's protocol for sleepwalking. Like it's on a pamphlet, and I feel pretty sure... We're making up our own rules okay. here. Yeah, yeah we have no like, idea. Flying blind. Whole- Maybe like a complicated word problem, you know, where it required a little more concentration. Like, you know, Sally really left th- near Chicago at 30 miles an hour. I really thought math would do it because my mom used to always greet me in the morning with a math problem. What t- with what time did you go to bed? And I was like, this is the most I, I, I forbid her. From ever asking me that. But that's not a math problem. That's a memory problem. (laughs) I guess. Because in my head, it's I can't do math this early. But it's not. It's I can't be forced to remember anything. By the way, if you wanted to do better at math, you should have had treats at the end of it. You're you're food motivated. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Wendy. The whole time I've been on the show that that you've talked about nibbles... I didn't really understand that Nibbles was like a sleepwalking thing. Yeah. yeah. I always thought Nibbles was just like, oh, I get hungry at night. But it's really, both. Like, you're it's sleepwalking. Both. It can be really. either. Sometimes she's... Sometimes. That's the problem, is that it's both. Sometimes it's just like, I have insomnia. and Which, by the way, I should say, the weird thing is that when I'm pregnant, it's really not that bad. When it's the worst is when I am... Not pregnant? We're, we're calorie <laughs> restricted. Yes. Like on a when diet. I'm trying... Exactly. When I'm like... So 
severely trying to, and by the way, I'm sure everyone's going to tell me I shouldn't do this. And I know I've been all around the diet thing. I know it is when I'm really trying to, re- to not, when I'm really dieting. So it's like, she's really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so then it's like, it's almost like her body's it, like, like need food. Please be I feel like survive. I'm, I can be so controlled in the day and then it just like comes out in the night. So when I'm, it's really not that bad when I'm pregnant, but, um, Sometimes it's just, I have insomnia, I'm kind of bored, I'm kind of hungry, I'm going to go see what's in there. But then sometimes it really is in the morning, I'll be like, I'll see something and I'll remember. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't want to do that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's sleepwalking, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think there is a name for it. It's like night eating syndrome or something. Where'd they come up with that name? (laughs) I know. It's hard to figure out what it means. Night eating. Yeah. I think it comes from Latin. Yeah. (laughs) Or if they don't have one, could we have them do an enormously long acronym of nibbles? (laughs) Whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Night. Impulsive. Impulsive. But I think I read... Gobbler. (laughs) I think I... Before. I think I read that it's considered... No, it's like at the intersection of sleep disorder and eating disorder. Mm. Cool. Isn't that great? (laughs) I straddle both worlds. (laughs) Let's talk about your radishes and your mantra guy. Mantra, mantra, mantra. I have no preference, really. Do you want me to have a preference? No. Can I give you a mantra? Mantra, mantra. So you sent me a photo of the guy. I did. For anyone who... I feel like people know what we're talking about, but there's a guy at the farmer's market who sells amazing produce... And he wanted to give you a personal mantra, and you told him you didn't want it, and now you won't go back. That's correct, yeah. And I was expecting like a 55-year-old hippie guy, even though I think you said he was younger. He looks like a hipster in the photo you sent no, me, no, but no, you no, said no. He's, he's not a hipster. He's a straight-up like deadhead type. But young. Yeah, I would say he's like mid-20s, late-20s. Very young to be little... farming that well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he must have the, where does he grow his stuff? Do you think? I don't know. Go ask him. (laughs) I'm never going to know anything. (laughs) (laughs) But you sent me a photo of the radishes that you didn't buy. Oh, he has the best radishes. I I had an episode with him like two weeks ago. I was trying to photograph him (laughs) because I wanted to send Allison a photograph of him. And I kept like trying to like get him. He wouldn't look my direction and then right when I went to take the picture he stared straight into my eyes <laughs> and it fucking scared me super badly <laughs> and I was super high it should be mentioned <laughs> and I sent Allison the picture and I was so proud of the picture and then she never responded to me and I, like, <laughs> and I literally wrote to her like the risks I have taken yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get this photograph for you this is like you don't understand the risk reward here and then I realized I like texted it to your home number. Right, my old number, which yeah. I don't have anymore. Um, but I do have photographs of him. They are not. Ooh. We should not make them public because he's like a person with a business and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll never make contact with him again. <laughs> but you could hire like yeah, teenage can't you kids send to go someone in there. To go in? <laughs> I've talked about having Ayala go in there before too, but she doesn't want to do it either. She, she thinks doesn't want a mantra. She thinks he's a little predatory. Mm. Oh, yeah, interesting. Because yeah. he he had his hand linger on the small of your back. <laughs> No, it's a little. It's like kind of a microaggression to go around asking people to give them mantras, right? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. it's pushy. Yeah, it's pushy. Which it, is kind of the same thing. It's a funny thing because you you do meet those people from time to time who are super um, like really nice, really like borderline affectionate in that way or something, and it does feel like a violation mm. when you don't know them. This but then you. A, this is just a dude who's just done too many drugs. But you, but then That's you're like you feel bad because you're like, well, they're just being nice. 
But they're not. Well, a lot of those people, it's like in the office when the Steve Carell character tells a dumb joke just to make everybody in the office laugh at it right, because right, right. he's the boss. Right. It's, right. it's the way to throw your weight around. I'm going to make you put up with my bullshit <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to make me feel awesome. You know, it's yeah. funny. It, it's like when somebody... But you can't tell them to fuck off because on paper they're being nice, but they're yeah. not being it, nice. It's like when somebody is overly like flirty with a waitress. Like a, you know, and the right. waitress has to like humor them. Yeah. And they think they're being super charming and kind, but you know the waitress or waiter probably is just like, man, I have to sit here and fucking listen to you. Can I just take your order and fucking get on? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly yep. it. See, I feel like I, if in that scenario as the waitress, I'd be like, oh, thanks. You're so nice. I would not. That that sounds flirty. Jesus, that's, that's, not what I, that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. What I mean is in the. Hey, do that again. Do that again. Do that again. I don't want to hear you. Do that again. Wait, Daniel. What were you? What's the scenario that gets that response? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh. I want to order the 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 gravy train. I don't know where I am. Where am I? To fucking Cracker Barrel. I want to order the biscuits and gravy, but I don't know. I was in uh, Kentucky last summer, and it was really hot. And da da da. And then you would say, "That's your, that's your." I don't know. I, I, try, I can't think of a scenario. I'm pulled over. I was, and inside I would be grapes. like, "Oh, tee, that's so nice." <laughs> what I mean to say is. Situations that a lot of women would recognize as somewhat demeaning and dehumanizing and like annoyingly flirtatious. I think in the past I would just be, f- I, I had such low self esteem that I thought it might be like genuine interest in me and I would pay it, pay attention to it. I'm realizing I probably wasn't super successful with ladies in my 20s because I always just talked about gravy. <laughs> I do want to see both of you in your 20s. Allison doing a job interview with like, tee-hee. <laughs> that's, what, that's so nice, tee-hee. Okay, she didn't get hired. Uh, and you talking to girls about gravy. Mm-hmm. You guys, in your prime. <laughs> My prime. <laughs> I just mean, with all the Me Too stuff, I've... I've My initial reaction was like oh my god i'm so lucky i feel so lucky that i was not on the receiving end of that and then i went through a period of time where and it always happened in the shower where i do my thinking um where i was like that was a fucked up thing that i was that happened to me that was a fuck like all like reconsidering a lot of situations and just how kind of fucked up they were yeah but a lot of them like like inappropriate it, I wouldn't call it harassment but in the workplace higher up showing interest in me but what I mean is I would be charmed by that as opposed to seeing it as an abuse of power yeah. because I had such low self-esteem that I was just always like oh my god someone in a position of authority likes me teehee <laughs> no I don't, I don't think that that is an isolated opinion i think a lot of, or maybe it's just you and me but the same thing i was really like, oh, okay god this uh this, I, these weird compliments from my boss feel great yeah yeah or like oh, oh that attention from that married man mm-hmm. and i look back and it's like ick yeah there's a lot of ick that I, at the time i didn't see for what it was people around me saw it for what it was right a did, lot. Did you, but like in the the depths of your belly, did you have a little bit of conflict? Because I remember being like, ooh, hopefully this doesn't go too far. Oh, yeah. Well, I for sure had conflict because I knew it was a bad situation. Right. But what I didn't have was 
anger, mm-hmm. anger at the situation. Right. When, and I think, like I said, I think people around me did because it's like, no, you don't understand. You're kind of being mistreated by this guy who's being a lech. Right. Who's trying to like step out on his girlfriend or wife and thinks that you're kind of like an easy target, you yeah. know? And I, and I like, that was not at, that was so anathema to me to see it that way. I was like, no, he like really has feelings for me. Mm-hmm. And I think I really have, you know, um, so I didn't, Whereas now, I think if it was my daughter or my friend or whatever, I would have a protective sort of anger at this person for being such a dick or just just acting in a way that's so inappropriate. Yeah, I feel the same. And I don't know if that's a result of getting older or the times. But, right. But now what I tolerate is minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I, well, I think that this it's gets a lot of at... male silence at the table Well, I right think now. this is what gets at... <laughs> How? Why is such a complicated topic for people? Because there is so much at play. It's never. It, it's it, well, never. It's there's just so many states of mind that a person can be in, in ways a person can interpret another person's behavior and stuff. So I, it gets complicated. Right. My uh, take on this is that it's complicated. Great. Great. <laughs> right. yeah. Also uh, agree. I do not have a take on it. <laughs> Except for that I will say that I think things are way better than they used to be. Okay. Yeah. Substantially better. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. I did yeah. want you to give us a mantra just now. But it's a good <laughs> answer. In your head... Was his mantra, first of all, was it in English? Was it- I know that it was going to be, he was going to take a knee. Oh, my God. Give it because oh, when Jesus. I saw him giving one, he took a knee <laughs> to give it. Oh, yeah. you've seen him do this already. Yeah, the same day that I refused it, I saw him do it to, I thought I told you this, to another dude Maybe. who was clearly, when I saw him, was like, fuck, why did I say yes? <laughs> fuck, why did I say yes? And I was walking by him and I was like, oh, that dude said yes. And... <laughs> The guy was on a knee. No, the mantra was like... Did he have his hands on the guy's like hands or something? I mean, what's he doing? No, he was kneeling like in Excalibur or whatever. Like he was... Is is that in repose? Is that what that is? I don't think so. I have several images of a person, one, holding the sword, which is disturbing. Is that prostrate? No, prostrate's laying down. Laying down? Yeah. Yeah. What's repose? Up your butt. (laughs) <laughs> is the repose up the butt? I'm not sure what in repose is. I think we just relax. So if on his knees, relaxed. arms to the side, head to the sky. No, he was on his knees, like with his head bowed uh, as a symbol of... Uh, devotion. Not devotion. What's that other fucking word? A symbol of... Humble. Of, yeah, of humility. Humility. Thank you. And I don't know what he was saying, but it was probably like some horrible... Verse that he remembered from the Bhagavad Gita or something like that. <laughs> that he like learned in. Uh, not that I have anything against the Bhagavad. It was Gita. like <laughs> just from him. Yeah, just from him. Yeah, he's like <laughs> arugula two four five. <laughs> arugula two four five. I think I think it might have been arugula two four five. Yeah. Barcode just of the phone. <laughs> yeah, it was all barcodes. That's all it was. Beepo 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 Oh my gosh. Allison Rosen is your new best friend is supported by Hint Water, healthy flavored water that's a great alternative to sugary drinks with over 20 flavors to choose from, including watermelon, pineapple, cherry, blackberry, and more. This is perfect for me because you guys know how I feel about water that's not flavored. I'm not into it, but Hint Water is delicious. This stuff is legit. It's so good. It is really good. It's pure water infused with fruit, zero calories, zero sugar, zero diet sweeteners, Looking to jumpstart your day? Try Hint Kick. 
fruit-infused water with all-natural caffeine. Or if you want flavor with a little sparkle, try Hint Fizz sparkling water with delicious fruit flavors. You tried the Hint Kick. I was already. I've pregnant. tried them all, and the I gotta say, like, there's all those other ones, but this is the the only one that tastes like it's actually infused with real. It's really good. Wait, what are you saying? Hint, the, the, the hint, hint water. I'm is like the, a are the fan. only infused waters only, that actually taste like the... Yeah, yeah, they taste like the real... They taste like they have fruit in them. It's good. It's it amazing. tastes like spa water. When yeah, you actually it tastes can like see spa the fruit water. in and there. The, and, yeah. and the water is... Uh, whatever. It's good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> to receive 36 bottles for $36, visit drinkhint.com slash best friend and use promo code best friend. That's drinkhint.com slash best friend, code best friend to get 36 bottles for $36. The offer is only valid for the next two months, so act now. Do you think um, Hint should do some sort of a cross promo with guests? <laughs> when yeah. I used to do stand up and for like the month I did stand up I don't even think I knew you did stand up or I, I did and every time you I say it I have that reaction I did it enough to know that I was not supposed to be doing it <laughs> but I used to have a bit about guests and about how there should be no price tags in the store Yeah, <laughs> and everything you went in there someone should be like how much is this and all the people who work there should be like guess <laughs> guess <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking slayed for like three people at an open mic in Culver City. I crushed. Wait, how many times did you perform? Thank you, Jeff. I probably did it seven or eight times in my whole life. And um, and why did you not continue? Uh, I mean, there's a couple of reasons, but they all make me sound bad. That's okay. That's okay. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. You I mean, if we're right. talking about... But the uh, reasons are the reasons. Daniel the has ma- to tape up food. The main reason is because I don't get any vindication from other people laughing. I didn't at the time. I don't think that makes you sound bad. I think that just makes you sound like you know what motivates you. Well, what motivates me is entertaining myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I thought I was better than I was. And uh, I was bad because I didn't know how to write comedy yet. And also I just like didn't get it. I think like, Renee, you do stand up, right? I did, but I think I quit for the same reason. Did you? To get your reps, you have to go to open mics where nobody's listening. So nobody's laughing and you don't know if it works or not. So it's hard to get like feedback of like, I don't know if this is is as bad as it was last week. I just realized like driving in my car, saying the joke to myself was as rewarding as saying it to other people. Mm, Interesting. (laughs) And that's probably when I was like, oh, maybe maybe I'm supposed to be a writer. Maybe that's what writing is. Um, So I didn't do it anymore. So was when was this? Late 1990s, early 2000s. Early two, probably like 2001, 2002, around there. Like when was this in the Greg timeline? Were you writing for Rolling Stone and magazines at that point? I was still a point? music writer, and I think I had just got my first TV gig, yeah. And you thought you might also want to be a stand-up comedian? Yeah. Because for yeah, the longest time. Yeah, I was time. super wrong. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but nobody's good when they first start out. Right. You got to not judge it until like five years But in. just the culture of it, I like knew that I didn't belong in that culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like understood it pretty quickly. Because I've known you for a long time as someone who says he only wants to be behind the camera. Yeah. But you played in a band and you're such a natural on mic that like you ha- obviously have this performer side. On mic. <laughs> this mic. Here. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm playing in a... Are there any more just me or everyone? <laughs> I, uh, I, I was a terrible person to be in a band because I didn't care about anything but s- songs. 
So I was actually terrible about it. You mean like a terrible person to be in a band with? No. I get it. I mean like my least favorite thing in the world is Kiss. Yeah. Because Kiss to me is entertainment and not music. Right. And in order to succeed in comedy, music, you have to have a, a modicum of you has to be entertainment. And I had zero of that. I naturally was entertaining. I think if you saw my band at our height, but if there was one person there or a thousand people there, I would have done the same thing. And afterwards, if people said you were great and you were terrible, I didn't care. Mm. Um, which is arrogance, I guess, right? That's arrogance, mm. but also... Or like, integrity. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, integrity is, that's a big word. But that's <laughs> part of the reason why my career has like kind of sputtered. Because you, you do have to care what other people think. Hmm. And I do care about that. <laughs> sometimes I struggle with that a little bit. But I think it can sputter for the opposite reason. If you care too much, then it you're can. not making good stuff because you're not dressed in your gut. I think you're doing it, it right. It can. It can. Yeah, I'm not sure it's arrogance. It's just you're not motivated by the same thing. Like, you're just motivated by something else. You, you Like, I would suggest it's you like playing the music. You like writing songs. You like being on stage and being part of a band. But you're not doing it to get a reaction. The the fan, you know, you're not like you're you're not doing it for that. You're doing it because you like all this other stuff. And, you know, same thing with the comedy. You like writing jokes and you like ma- amusing yourself. But the part where uh, you know you make that guy from uh, Nebraska laugh, you, you give a shit about that. That's not why you're doing it. Yeah, but that's not arrogance. That's just you know you're. Um, I don't want to say you have integrity. Mm-hmm. Clearly not. It's too but big like, a word. Yeah, it's a big word. <laughs> not sure what it means. Um, but yeah. I, I did want to do something. <clears throat> I wanted to make people feel the way certain songs used to make me feel. Um, but that's really an intangible objective. So ultimately, I just decided like, oh, I should probably just like be behind stuff. Right. Yeah. It's a curious thing. I always wonder about that. Uh, listen, Greg, have we talked about I was in musical theater? We have not no, talked no, about okay. that, Renee. All right. I, Renee always says this like it's a bad I thing. Know, it's so cool. I'm, You're in a house of fans <laughs> of musical in that case, theater. Uh, you guys, uh, some, some, yes. let me, I know your some. opinion of me I'm, was high. Let me kick it up a notch. <laughs> I've got the playbill to Love Never Dies sitting on my desk. <laughs> They're right in the, the sequel very to right. Phantom of the Opera. Greg, not as much. Yes. But yeah. the rest of us, uh, yes. But when, well, uh, I, don't, I don't speak for Jeff. True. Jeff How couldn't make it, it through um, La La Land, right? Oh, I I barely made it through the opening musical number. <laughs> I was I wanted to jump out a right, window. I was on, and I was on a plane. Right. Be- <laughs> now, is this because you live it, Jeff? Yeah, <laughs> completely. It, fair. it was a little too close to home. <laughs> well, fifty percent of this room, big musical sure, okay. So fans. to Daniel and Allison, but when you're in the room and uh, they sing the song that gives the entire room goosebumps, I think to speak to what Greg was saying about like to make it feel the way I felt, I think there's something so powerful about making a bunch of people feel the same thing at the same time right. is amazing. So I can get why you'd want to chase that. Yes, that's why people go to church. It's not for other reasons. It's just a let's all feel the same thing at the same time. Totally, we're gonna be saved. I felt that in like temple and stuff before. I've of had course. that emotion before, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm trying to think when the last time I felt the same thing as everyone else at the same time was. <laughs> <laughs> mm. When you saw Book of Mormon, did that feel like everybody was laughing? At yeah, the same thing? yeah. I, think, I do think that um, anytime you see, uh, like, it's why people like going to the movies instead of see. It's that 
we're all laughing together and yeah. there's something about that that's its own experience. Right. I've realized <clears throat> uh, I do like everything creative. Most of it I do by myself. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite way to go to concerts is by myself. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I go to probably 30 concerts mm-hmm. a year. I would say I go to 25 of them alone. I go to the movies with somebody else if I have to. But for the most part, I want to be alone in the movies. I like that too. And I yeah. think uh, that doesn't necessarily lend itself to a certain kind of success. Which is fine. I'm totally, totally fine with that. But I think that does. There, I never actually, Renee, had like the desire to connect, right? In that way, I just like imagined a kid sitting in his room listening to one of my songs gotcha. and feeling the way that I did when I was fourteen or whatever. Individually, that yeah. did not happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but and I think some of that is self sabotage. I I relate to this though. Like I I've <clears throat> thought a lot about because I went to film school and I went I went to a film school that is particularly devoted to you know steven spielberg and george lucas and this kind of like mystique of these very very successful directors and so a lot of the kids that go there at least in my class were um that was their big influence and that's what they wanted to be they wanted to be these big commercial blockbuster filmmakers and i went because i liked photography art you know like and so theater i didn't really care about those movies and so it was a little bit like weird and alienating and and i i thought yeah i could just come and just make the kind of movies i want to make which aren't those kinds of movies really and um yeah and then i realized yeah i don't give a shit about pleasing an audience that's not why i came here it's not what motivates me and and uh it's really hard to get someone to give you 10 million dollars if you're just like (laughs) or like million dollars or yeah or even like a hundred thousand or in my case like thirty thousand dollars yeah it's tough and it's so so, yeah it just doesn't motivate me either and 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 you're right it's like the people that i know who are who were motivated by that they chased it yeah you know and they were willing to take you know do things that i wouldn't be willing to do in order to get that and i think great good for you that's not what i wanted I, have, I don't I have, think it's an yeah. I don't even think it's an integrity thing. I think it's just like yeah, it's we're not, all motivated by different things. By different yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, to me, it's not an integrity thing. I have yeah. a buddy who's a. I have one friend who's an extremely successful television producer, and he calls me sometimes to work on things, and he always goes, "I'm just warning you, Greg. This is a paying job. If you take <laughs> it, you will make money. It's possible you will make like a decent amount of money. So you really need to think about that before you come to work on this thing. It's his way of telling me what a shithead I am." <laughs> <laughs> or it just he knows you. I don't think that's major well, shit. Yeah, it's it's breaking of balls, but yeah. it's friendly breaking of balls. Does yeah. your wife think that you're anti-success? <laughs> I, uh, I'm not saying that you are, but I'm saying the way you're describing yourself, you <laughs> kind of are. <laughs> I think there are times when Ayala wishes I would just like shut up and do the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's kind of what you did for this past year, isn't it? Well, it's actually been two years. Oh, um, has it? Yeah, two years. You were two. You were two years at that day job. Yeah, I was under that deal for two years. Yeah, it's sort of. Yeah, I mean, I did take it for those reasons, but it turned out to be rewarding on some levels mm-hmm. for sure. And I learned a lot. And but I just remember talking to you when you were kind of getting ready to take the job. For you, it was a big adjustment to have to to be working not exactly for yourself. Yes, it was enormous. 
<laughs> did you find good job? Good job. Thanks, work. Thank you, Renee. Did you thank find you, you. people? <laughs> My therapist is always like, "That was such a big boy thing you did, Greg." <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now, right does your right. therapist have toys on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't say big boy thing, but she says the equivalent of that was a big boy thing. And I'm always like, thanks, therapist. (laughs) I did it. Um, At your place of employment, have you noticed that there's a lot of people in super cute, retro-esque, vintage-looking clothing? Because if you're wondering where they got it, I can tell you where. It was probably Mod Cloth. (laughs) Yes, Mod cloth falls in full swing at mod cloth. If you're not already curled up in a sweater, they've got you covered with cozy essentials and cute knits that won't quit. I've made it clear before. I hate when my knits quit. Mod cloth <laughs> has tons of stylish outerwear <clears throat> that's sure to make an impression. Feeling festive? Be sure to check out their holiday gift guide featuring unique finds and perfect presents for everyone on your list, yourself included. Prep for those upcoming holiday parties with Mod Cloth's Party Boutique. Mod Cloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they offer a f- full range of sizes from extra, extra small to 4X. Um, I've mentioned it before, but one of my favorite things I own is this metallic silver duffel bag with rainbow straps. That was bought for me from Mod Cloth for my birthday by some very sweet listeners of the show because they'd heard me talking about it. Um, and uh, yeah, every mod, you go to Mod Cloth, you'll want to get everything. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to ModCloth, M O D C L O T H dot com, and enter code Allison at checkout. That's Mod Cloth. Dot com code Allison for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on February 2nd, 2019. Um, okay. We should do just mirror everyone shortly. However, Greg, did you want to do a little TV time? Yes, I do. Wait, am I supposed to go now? <laughs> yeah, you can go because we were talking about a show earlier. Oh yeah, I'm super into Killing Eve. Ooh, yeah. so good. So into Killing Eve. Yeah, and Allison spoiled it for I me. I did today. not. Oh, I my did. God. I 100 percent did not. This is what Greg, she does. What? I'm gonna. Hey, Daniel. I'm gonna read you the text from Allison, and you tell me if this is a spoiler. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me read. Plug your ears, it. Let me read it, it because no, I don't want you to say hang it on. on air. You. Listen, you can say it on air. It's not a spoiler. He okay, misunderst- I'll say it on air. He misunderstood my... Allison, have you finished it? No, something like that. Allison, how far into it are you, Greg? Like six eps. That's the way I said it. Like, you know, six eps. That's Allison, a cool way of saying it. Allison, it's so good. I thought there was already a second season, so I watched the whole first thinking there would be more to watch, and then I was sad. Oh, no, no, no! That's not a spoiler. Yeah, that, I think she's now that I read it again. It's she's over. saying she's sad. It's, it's, over. Over. it's over. Yeah, I know, but I, that's what I said on <laughs> the, like six thousand times on text afterwards. After he accused me of spoiler. Yeah, read on. Yeah, now I feel kind of too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but then I said in all caps, "Allison, I am not done yet." And then you said, "Allison said, I know I'm not spoiling anything." And then I said, "You said you were sad." <laughs> so now I know something sad happens. And then Allison said, sad because there wasn't a second season to watch immediately, not sad because of plot. 
And then I wrote, you ruined it, it's ruined. <laughs> and then I texted her a meme of a sad panda in a tree. And then she said, is that the Blair Witch Panda? And then I said, no, it's just some normal Chinese panda sad about the imminent extinction of its the species. Blair Witch Panda? Well, it seemed the funny at the that? time. Oh, you just made it. What was it? Yes. Okay. It's not a real thing. She was well, a panda in the woods. Okay. Um, Has everyone at this table watched Killing Eve? Yes. You watched it? Yes. Have you watched it, Jack? No. Fantastic. It's so good. Have you watched Fleabag? Are you familiar with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the creator of the show? Okay. She's great. You're a lover. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is someone whose name I know from Twitter, but I don't know who she is. Have you watched Fleabag? I have not. Okay. She's a star of Fleabag. Okay. Uh, She's just a little genius. But But she created Killing Eve, right? She created Killing Eve. Well, it's based on books. It's an adaptation. She wrote. But she she writes it. She's a showrunner. And She's the showrunner of Killing Eve. Yeah. Okay. That's my understanding. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, you just watch it. I think my take on it was that the ad, the, the print campaign did not reflect what the show was at all. And based on that, I would never have watched it. Right. Except, what did you think it was going to be like the L word or something? It just looked like, um, uh, what's that movie? The, uh, Goodfellas? No. <laughs> About the woman who's obsessed with the other, the neighbor. Single the, white female. Single white female. Go. It looked like that. Not. It's not that at all. It's really clever, really funny, uh, like just artful. The acting is fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's yes. a really good show. I'm very hooked on it. Yeah. TV time. All right. That was it. Yeah. Good TV time. And where, uh, does, where does this show air? USA? Right? No, I watched it on Amazon Prime. Oh. No, it wasn't on USA. It was on BBC America. Was it? Yeah. I remember where I yeah, think that's right. It was, yeah. Maybe yeah. also on? I, I think, think you that, could see it on, USA, on or, USA or BBC. But BBC, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, is that the premise of TV Time segment? Is Greg, what are you watching? And then we're done? That's it. Okay, that's all I love it that. No, it's no, a good no, segment. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's just just us talking about TV. Oh, okay. It's the time that we carve out for TV. To talk about TV, yeah. I think actually... The segment was called TV Talk. Oh, okay. But then the song, Trap Dog did TV Time, so then we changed it. But it's really, it's both. It like exists it. in both places. Um, I think we already talked about Kidding on Kidding's Showtime. Good. It's really good. I got into Wrecked on TBS, uh, which I hadn't watched before, because I at Big Adventure Festival, I moderated a panel with the cast of Wrecked, they are all delightful. It's a funny show. I was show. like, here's I, seven people I want I feel like it is, on my podcast. Give me the premise again of that. It's um, like a parody, it's a parody of, Lost. of Lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's good. But yeah. pretty funny. Like, mm-hmm. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. Um, what else are we watching? I don't know. Oh, we watched the uh, first ep of uh, What's Her Name show. Camping? Oh, bi- Busy Business. Tonight. Busy, busy tonight. tonight. Yes. What did you She's think? You were, you were very excited about it, Greg. Uh, <laughs> this is the woman whose life you made a living hell and drove away. Right. She had to because you were so noisy and annoying. I thought it was great. <laughs> it's an interesting format that she's created. Yeah. It's like she, you're her best friend and she's talking to you. Like It's very loose and it, it's fun to watch. And uh... I feel... Here's my thought on it. <laughs> I feel like it... I would give it time if I were the the network exec because you could you, with any talk show, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna Here's you're gonna feel. Here's what I'll say about it. It's gonna feel uh, like it's not comfortable yet in its own skin. 
She's very winning, but she ends with I love you. That's my thing. Now, I know I can't claim I love you. Did you say she's very winning? Winning, yeah. How so? Like, I find her to be a very likable person. She looks like the kind of person that wouldn't love someone who's super noisy in the office next to them. (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is, is she's charismatic and she wins you over. And when you watch, I find that it's like, oh, I really like, she's very likable. She's likable. Yeah. Super likable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I love you is mine. That's true. So, Allison, you can't really like. This. I I'm squatting on I love you. <laughs> on I love you. Okay. Yeah, I'm squatting on I love you as a sign off. So here, busy. Here's what you can have. I like you. Yep. That's I good. care about you. Mm-hmm. I'm invested in you. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the next time I see you. Um, take care. <laughs> Great. Take care. Um, <laughs> I worry about you. What in about- some people's families, that means I love you. I don't know if you're squatting on this or not. Could she use your patented toodaloo? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Toodles. Oh, right. Toodles. Right. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like that's my yeah. intellectual that's property. That's Jeff's. Okay. Uh, yeah, you Sorry. know what yeah, she yeah, can yeah. have? Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Yes. That's a thing that's going around now, and I have not found the source of it, but it's going around. She can have that she one. Can, she can have warmly. <laughs> Warm regards. Because I don't know any of these people, I'll, I'll just be Sending honest. Sending hugs. I'll be honest about this show. I can't see it lasting. What? Yeah. I can't see Busy Tonight lasting because... I wh- actually disagree. I think I it's going to be successful. You do? I mean, yeah. I just don't see why we need another talk show. That format, even in the way she's changed it to me, is played out. Like, well, this is what I'll say about Having a guest on. And t- it's just like, come on. Give me something more. I need more than this. I'm going to throw my pen at you. Um, <laughs> with regards. <Yeah. laughs> Listen. We don't know... We do know tons of people involved. I personally don't think I know a single person involved. All right, I would like. So to I'm not distance, speaking. I would like for to you. distance myself from Daniel. <laughs> tune a poo. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like I don't see why anyone would tune in. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love Casey, the showrunner. Yeah, this is not her fault. I think it's a format <laughs> issue. It's a form- Make it worse, it's a Ron. format issue. Make it's it like worse. Chelsea Tonight was good show, but I just don't think any Chelsea like, lately or yeah whatever. Uh, no, no, not Chelsea lately. The the Netflix one. Oh, okay. Chelsea. Make it worse, Rob. I don't make it worse. You are such an effing idiot. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, I can't. Totally forgot Jenna had said that. Yeah. <laughs> when um, we did is, the the live reading of the, uh, the yeah. <laughs> this is what will happen with Busy tonight. Is that they'll figure out what their thing is, and then your question about why do we need another talk show will probably become moot if they figure out what their thing is, the, because then you will go, oh, that's what her. That's where her lane is. Yeah. That's what her POV is. Isn't right. being it's hard to see a likable female host enough? <laughs> of it what, would... though? That's my point. A likable female host of, of what? Of content. Yeah, I don't know what the content was. Yeah. That's I, my point. The content is the message. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree with you. Like, no talk show has like come out of the gate guns ablaze and hey, we figured it out. Absolutely so not. I would agree. I don't think they're there, but yeah. they have 13 weeks. But like I said, if I was weeks. an exec, I, I would doing, give it time. And, it seems and have like them it's doing out. well. There's definitely like very talented people involved in the show. Uh, but I think it's like it's like Conan O'Brien is getting away from this format. Isn't he just going straight to just comedy bits and stuff? Because it's just like he's eh, doing a podcast, more, more interviews, and I don't know. Do you do you need a show where you interview somebody 
and then just a bunch of people shooting the shit. Like, <laughs> I don't think the world needs this. Loretta works on that show. It's going to succeed. She's like the smartest person I've ever worked with. Yeah. But we have to see. We'll give it some time. But I, I, I do have a... I, the people involved in it are so good. Yeah, it's Tina Fey. Seems hard to think that they'll let it sink. But it will take time. Yeah. Just give it a sec. And I'm not even saying that because I know them. I actually do believe that. I do believe that. Are there any more Just Me or Everyone's? Well, <laughs> let's try some Just Me or Everyone's. My goodness. I still am shocked at I didn't all say the... it was bad. I said that... No, you... But... I don't know that there's enough of an audience for another talk show. Pass! That's my... Pass, pass, pass! Like, get the fuck out of here! That's my point. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm just saying I disagree with you. I think that all the people that watch Chelsea tonight... Lately, what was it called? Chelsea Lately? I think that I think it was called a big, Chelsea Tonight. Lately, thank you. <laughs> I think there's a TV talk time lately. Chelsea Tonight. I think tonight. there's a yeah. big audience for this. We'll find out. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone's doop doop? Thank you, you. Just me or everyone. Do you think? Do you ever think that sometimes after the show, Daniel and Allison are going to have a serious conversation about how they discuss the Busy Phillips show? Just me or everyone? <laughs> everyone. <laughs> everyone. Okay, cool. Honestly, I don't think that that'll happen. No, I, d- I think I'm done. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, I think I, I already said it. <laughs> I feel that that is unfair. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> on the Patreon show. So we did this has been sticking in my craw Patreon. for a long time. And so instead of having it just be something the Patreon people hear, I now need to share it with the entire audience of this show. Where are we going with this? Ray's comment about how I'm the queen bee and I just oh. lie on the I just lie on the couch drooling while other people do my bidding. <laughs> And then this morning, I know. I feel like he's influencing you. <laughs> he said this like a week ago. So it was a he week was ago. my guest on the Patreon bonus episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a lot of nice things to say about Daniel. Daniel joined as well. It was very fun. He had a lot of nice things to say about us. He also called you a pussy, Daniel. <laughs> Because I'm bossed around by my wife. I no, I don't think that's what he meant. I think he thought you were a pussy because you were allowing the exterminator and some and our movers to take advantage of us. Because you're not How confrontational. I, them- I don't know. What are you talking about? I totally got our exterminator to come down. I'm just telling you my... No, no, no. no. He think I know why he... This is why you think I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this, no. This is not why Ray I, said that. We'll, he doesn't we'll think find I, out. We'll said, find out at 7 a.m. He didn't say tomorrow. I am a pussy, by the way. He said he's a bit of a pussy or something <laughs> like that. But I think he's thinking about how I'm never the... No, no. I'm never able to make a decision because you're, you step in and make the final decision on everything. No, I don't. Yes. I'm telling you, I spent a lot of time with Ray okay. for the last four months. And it's always like, what do you think, Daniel, like on X? And I'll say, well, this is what I want. But then Allison has to weigh in and Allison wants Y and we go with Y. And and that's what he's getting that from. He's not getting it from the me. short answer is no. <laughs> no, he's not getting it from <laughs> me not do, busting the balls here, of the, of the exterminator. Uh, a little marky. He doesn't, that's, not, that's not why. Um, I don't think that's... I think that there was more to the conversation than you heard. And I think that he... Well, it doesn't matter. I don't think that's what he was referring you to. You don't want that to be what okay. he thinks. Anyway. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> and then he said that I'm, he's like, you're the queen bee. You know that, right? Which that on the face of it is not um These are bad. related. Do you see the, the through line yeah, between these two? Yeah, but then he okay. added, he illustrated what it means that I'm the queen bee. I just sit on the couch drooling <laughs> while a Latina woman chases Elliot around, is what he said. Down the street yeah! is what he said, which Down I was just street. like, I was like, what? When did that happen? That's what I was thinking. That did not happen. He based this <laughs> on the fact that when we moved in, we had Isabel, who's Elliot's babysitter nanny, come and watch him while we unpacked for like, it was like the, it was the craziest 48 hours. And then at the end of the day, look, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a woman of action at this point in my pregnancy (laughs) or ever, but at the end of the day, I like sat down on the couch and I just sort of let my eyes unfocus. Yeah. And he's like, you just gonna sit there drooling. (laughs) But I don't understand. This is the dude who's like, Working on your house? <laughs> yes. 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 Why does he get to say any of the shit? Because like, he's a friend. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and so th- this has been driving you crazy ever since. And then, yes. Th- and then this morning, he, <laughs> he came over to help us with some stuff. And Allison was sitting. And I would, you're pregnant. So there was a certain lounging uh, position you were in. Sort of a <laughs> deep, deep recline. <laughs> while you were... Barking orders. I was not barking orders. You were doing the, literally the exact thing that you, that's were been Were you barking. drooling? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Did he, has Ray ever seen you drool? No, I don't drool. <laughs> um, I do not think I was barking orders, but I understand that You're you like, felt... Move the light. Move the light. Okay. Now you can move that out. Can you move that out? Get the key. <laughs> Get the key. No, I think I said, can you move the plant? Also the light. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> they were carrying a gigantic cabinet in a I'm just saying a there, space. it wasn't was, something made up from whole cloth. I was worried that they were going to hit the camera and the light. So I was asking if you could move them and then also get drooling about the plant. No, I wasn't drooling. <laughs> and I, I don't know where he gets I also the wasn't drooling. barking. I don't know where he gets the drooling. I also wasn't barking. But then Daniel made a comment about like something about how I don't need to you don't need to just sit there barking orders at me. Oh, no, no, I know. I said, because you, you did. I said, do you want me to help? And you said, that'd be better than you just sitting there barking orders at me. <laughs> and then I thought, uh oh, you've been around Ray too long. Is Ray no, making you were, Ray's making you into a oh, man? Is Ray literally into a man? <laughs> I feel like Ray is making you into a man. I'm, I'm trying not to be a pussy. No, the, that you, you were. I don't think you're quite aware of the tone. Fine, that's possible. It's, <laughs> Ray's got no tolerance for the old ball and chain. You put it in a place, Daniel. Most of the time. Ray's coming in here, cracking open a few cold ones. Brings donuts. You can get away with anything. This Ray. (laughs) Ray, man. What kind of pickup truck does Ray drive? I think he drives a... a Good job knowing it's a pickup truck. Does he? Yeah, but we were surprised by that. You were? We were very surprised by that. Ray should be in a 250. (laughs) He is a Ram, I believe. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, does he also? Yeah, he drives... Scoop doop Fucking Ray, man. Sounds tough. Yeah, Ray is um, the kind of guy where when you answer the phone, he goes, what's with your voice? <laughs> and then I, and I said, feel such pressure to be enthusiastic. I said to him, <laughs> I just nipped it in the bud. 
on the 400th phone call. And I said, this is my phone voice, Ray. It's how I sound on the phone. <laughs> but then Ray and I had to call Daniel on speakerphone, and he did it to Daniel, too. I was at work, <laughs> and so I've got to keep my voice down. Right. And he's like, what's with your voice? Is everything okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm at work. He's like, you sound miserable. <laughs> I'm like, that's what you get when I keep my voice down. You, I sound miserable. Do you guys think... How many people are around you? Yeah. Do you guys think I could take Ray? I feel like I could take Ray. No, no way. Oh, I could fucking take Ray. <laughs> you mean physically? Yeah. I could, no, no way. I could take him, Jeff. No way. Well, I could take him. Who, He's like 6'2". I'll take this guy. 230. No and he way. used to play football. It's, but speed. And he, he has, has speed on And him. he has crazy strength. He, he's no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Jeff knows Ray. No disrespect to you, Greg. You're a scrappy fella, <laughs> right? but... Ray would mop the floor knock out a you. wall, change yeah. a tire, whatever. I got this <laughs> But maybe. Yeah. Probably not. I believe you it. You can probably kick the shit out of me very quickly. Michelle says, misplaced my phone. Use my husband's phone to call mine to find it. Then when I find it and see a missed call, I think, oh, hubby call. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I always yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody does that. Yeah. I've done that a million times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, missed call. Huh. Brendan says, I'm an avid podcast listener, but I've never listened to a TED Talk ever. I'm trying oh. to think if I ever have. I think I've. I have. I've seen the beginning of one or two. Like I never make it through. Yeah, I get bored, but a few. Yeah. There's some good ones, but it it there are <laughs> oh, Jesus. There are a lot that kind of are the parody of itself. You know, the TED talks can be a bit precious. Yeah, they've reached a point where they're a thing now, and yeah. you make a talk talk that sounds like a TED talk. Yeah, right. they used to be a little more organic. Yeah. yeah. I, I think because they, they, they wind it out to the TEDx, which isn't like the... So you just get kind of anyone can do one. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely some that are worthwhile. Yeah. But you got to know which ones. Yeah. You know, I've watched a couple. I've, I've watched enough of those to know that I've watched enough of those. Yeah. So TED Talks is a more stringent thing and then TEDx is... I think there's like a conference, ah. a TED conference and and... That's the proper one, but then there are like satellite ones called TEDx, and it's just like yeah, TEDx is like Gallagher too, right? It's just like you local just, <laughs> license it. It's like it's just local people that are like, hey, I'm going to do a TED talk about you know my golf ball collection. I don't know <laughs> gravy. Right, gravy. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know what TED stands for, and I also don't know what STEM stands stands for, and I feel like that has come up on my podcast recently. Is it science, technology, technology, emerging medicine? Oh. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's engineering. Oh. Engineering, math, and math. Oh, yeah. that makes so much more sense. What do you think TED stands for? I think it's technology. Education? Education. Diversity? Mm-mm. No, dudes. It's a uh, technology education, dudes. <laughs> I believe design. I think it's oh. design. Design, okay. design, design. I, wouldn't, I would not have guessed that. You didn't guess it. <laughs> and I wouldn't have, ever. <laughs> Uh, Charlie- Sometimes when I hear things like STEM, I wish that the people who created it had chosen like the most awkward acronym. I always am thinking of that. I wish they'd call it like MTS, <laughs> just yeah. to like force people to say like. I wish NASA was called like awesome <laughs> just so they could like force people. I guess that one doesn't really make sense because that would be the National Air the Academy of Aeronautics. Yeah, you could do it. I just wish they would force people to like say a terrible say something weird. Like yeah. 
Same. I agree. Yeah. Charlie Groff says Allison Rosen is your new best friend is an afternoon show. Hmm. I don't. Hmm. Uh, I'm too close to it. Is Charlie on the show? Because no. if if he was, he would know that it's like an eight to ten kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless he's on a one on one show, and then it's more of like a eleven or twelve. Mm. Okay. Uh. Yep. We have an afternoon vibe. I feel like this is a drive time show. Is that Jeff? Do you agree? Yeah, I think it could be afternoon drive time. Afternoon drive time. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's it's not think, morning. It's not a morning mm-hmm. show. No, and I don't think it's a late night show. So yeah, maybe morning it feels more newsy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We're gonna need more air horns if we do morning. Yeah. It's maybe yeah, and more sex advice if we do night. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be tweeting out links to episodes in the morning. Maybe Ooh. I mean, and I haven't really been. I've been falling down on the job. Yeah. But maybe it should. Maybe I should be doing it in the afternoon. Listen, I have uh, a plea to my listeners. When I tweet about the show, I need more retweets. We need retweet action. I and I put out a plea. Why today are you looking at I, me? Because. You're in the direction my head is faced. <laughs> I've never retweeted. I don't. Maybe I'm one not, time I've ever. I watched you wasn't. Show. Listen, I don't need your four thousand followers. <laughs> I assume everybody who follows me follows you. <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't looking. At, I mean, I was looking at you, but I wasn't intentionally looking at you. I was talking to the listeners. If you like what you're hearing, retweet, please. Okay, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi says, thinking I'm tired and needing to sleep as soon as my baby goes to sleep is a surefire way. She didn't say fire. I added that. Is a sure way to make my baby never fall asleep. Yes. There have been plenty of times where I'm like, oh, I can't wait till he goes down for a nap because then I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then it's like, oh, now he won't nap. Hmm. Daniel? When when Elliot was a baby, they w- you know, like a newborn, they would say, Sleep when they sleep. You can't. And the problem with that is, yeah, you're never really asleep because you're always having to wake up if they wake up. Right. Mm. So you can't ever really relax. Yeah. It's useless I thought about that yesterday, actually, because I took a nap while he was napping. It was just the two of us in the house. I took a nap while he was napping, and I actually felt totally comfortable falling asleep. And I was, th- I was remembering that I never felt like I could fall asleep right. when he was a baby. Because now he's fine. If yeah. he wakes up, he'll just scream and wake you up. You know, he'll he go, Mama! <laughs> he just kind of like plays in there. Well, yeah, he'll, but yeah. He, right. he doesn't wake up because he's in distress. Right. You know, he's... Certified Hillbilly says... Yes, Allison? Are you okay? That's a yawn. It was a yawn, a yawn that I was trying to send elsewhere, and it just, it, it, it just kind of came out on my face. When in public, especially at work, and I feel attacked or criticized and fight the urge to cry, my teeth hurt. I have mm. not experienced that. No. I'm trying to think. Working no. at a fucking Sherbert factory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened to me. Yeah. On, my teeth hurt when I feel attacked. That's interesting. Or just like the urge, just the feeling of, of trying crying. to fight the urge yeah. to cry. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. That's never happened to me. Where that comes out. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. You just cry. Yeah. I just cry constantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> cry at work. Let it out. Hmm. No. No. no, no. no. That's cool. Sometimes it's just you. <laughs> and that's fine. You're an individual. But I think that's a sign you should let it out. Yeah. 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 That can't be good for you. Yeah. Not you for your teeth. Just cry at work. I don't know what you do, but 
You should cry at work. Yeah. Natalia says, just me or everyone. I fall in love with a song and want to listen to it on repeat, but I force myself not to because I don't want to get sick of it. So I sit and listen to the rest of my playlist thinking about that one song. Oh my God. Yes. 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 <laughs> no. When I like, there are certain <laughs> songs when I like it, I will listen to it 20 times in a row. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, but when I'm listening to it, Allison, you need to yawn. Ugh, I can't. But when I'm listening to it, I have the I have a fear of getting sick of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like sometime around like the second week, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get sick of this song, and that fear sort of taints my experience. I actually get more sick of a song if I if I will hear it in a playlist repeatedly over a longer period of time than if I'm just really into a song and I want to hear it again and I play it again. It actually makes me. Like I it more. I will play yeah. songs. This, the same song 30 times in a row if I love it in my car on the way to work I'll play it over and over and over and over and over again yeah. I'll do the same thing but I won't do it for two days in a row it gets one day and then I don't want to get sick mm-hmm. of it do you ever uh, put on a song and then like 15 minutes later you're like why is it on the same song and you've sort of been like not aware <laughs> enough that you didn't realize you had it on repeat <laughs> it takes a while yeah that to dawn on you to me that doesn't happen to that you? Does, no, just you. Well, maybe okay. just you and Renee. Yeah, just, <laughs> us. just me or Renee. Do you ever put a song on? <laughs> a Jaymore. <laughs> Aimsless says, when I pass by a camera like our home doorbell cam, I think about how it would look on the news if I disappeared and this was the last <laughs> known footage of me. Uh, when I see myself on, in like, um, like if I walk into a store and I like a Seven Eleven or something, surveillance cam. Yeah, mm-hmm. surveillance cam. I always think if this is on the news, like oh, I didn't look good. You've got this JMO before. We've I have. We, yeah, we've had this one before because oh. I remember leaving here thinking. I'm not saying that as a knock on that person, right. but I think that's a fairly. I think seeing yourself on a CCTV or whatever is like a has a right. fairly visceral well, we, reaction because we, we associate that with this was the last time with you've the seen news. that person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. Bruce- Tonight. By the way, sorry. <laughs> Tonight, yeah. I walked into a liquor store to buy those beers, and then I realized I needed something else, so I went back into the liquor store, mm-hmm. and I thought they were like, fuck, he's going to rob us. <laughs> I was. They were like, in my head, I, I played it out where they were like, the first time he was casing the joint, <laughs> and now he's back, and he's like lingering over there by the chilled wine, and then I was like, nobody's afraid of you, Greg, on any level. <laughs> Except for Ray, obviously, he's terrified right. of he me. He should be afraid of you. Yeah, yeah. all right. Anyway, that's a thing that happened to me earlier tonight. So we share on podcasts. Yeah. Let me give you a little insight. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> but did did they, they look didn't, worried? They didn't at give all? even the tiniest. Yeah, shit how much money there. did you get? <laughs> I, I gave them like eleven more dollars. <laughs> Bruise by dawn. And this is the last one says, unless I'm looking for a particular title or am already familiar with an author, I definitely judge a book by its cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like we all do. Mm-hmm. It's true. Everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do read the back cop. It's been a long time since I've been in a bookstore, to be quite honest, and shopped for a book that way. I'm I think a, I do all my book buying online. I'm a huge sucker for marketing. So, like, I'll, I mean, I know a little bit about wine, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. So, if I go to a store that has a lot of wines and I don't really know, I'll choose the one with the cool label. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Everyone does that. Yeah, yeah. the one with the dog on it. We know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like, I'm not going to be a sucker for marketing. So, then I'll choose the one that doesn't feel like it needed. Which it so is its bad. own way of being a sucker for yeah. marketing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, the, it's like, I'm not going to choose the 
the item right in the very front. I'm going to choose the one right behind it. Why? Break away from the herd, Rosie. That's right. They zig, I zag. (laughs) You guys, this was so much fun. I appreciate you. Thank you for being on the show. I love you. Renee, where yes. do we find you? I am, uh, listen, I got to, you can't stay away from Twitter that long. You got to go back. Oh, yeah, you did. No. I know, no, I, I know. Uh, here's, why was it? It was, oh, there's a, there's a deer who trips on a slide. Uh, oh, I've seen that, yeah. yes. <laughs> What's the song that it's to? Is it uh, in, the, it's in a, the air tonight? Yes. The Phil Collins? Yeah. God, it's hilarious. But it was on Twitter, and I was like, well, if this is what I'm missing, I'm back, baby. Uh, so I'm on Twitter, at Renee Culvert, Instagram, Renee S. Culvert, and I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Greg? I'm at Dong Attack on Twitter and Instagram. Wasn't that good? That was, that was so excellent. good. Thank so you, concise. guys. Yeah. It's just pictures of you on the beach, though. And Sometimes I'm, there's some cat stuff. Mostly cats. I'm at Daniel Quantz, Twitter and Instagram. D Quantz <laughs> on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Up your butt. Jeff? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And I believe I'm getting reluctantly shamed back onto Instagram. Oh, are you? So I may yeah. be on Instagram nice. soon. Yeah. Posting God knows yeah. what. Get back Posting. in there. Colonel Jeff getting shamed onto the Insta. <laughs> at pictures only. I forgot that I was going to try to give these out at the top of the show. I, mean, I keep forgetting. I'm, I'm almost gonna do it next time maybe i don't know alisonrosen.com i have a book tropical attire encourage and other phrases that scare me and you can get that go to alisonrosen.com it tells you where to get everything um I love you. i'm on twitter at alisonrosen <laughs> instagram at alisonrosen and uh thank you everyone for being on the show listeners thank you for listening i love you goodbye hey do you know about the Allison rosen show time